Wives Tribe, what's up? Hey, I want to talk to you today about hungry. Like you gotta be hungry, right? You gotta be hungry to be successful. You gotta be hungry to be your best. You gotta be hungry to survive. You gotta be hungry for the word of God. You gotta be hungry for change, hungry for something different. You gotta be hungry to get good grades. You gotta be hungry for more, right? You've got to be hungry. And in this society, the enemy wants us to be weak. He wants us to be complacent. He wants us to be okay with just where we're at, stagnant. But no, I'm here to tell you, you've got to be hungry. If you want to be fed, you've got to be hungry. You can't just expect to be successful in life just by sitting on your couch, watching TV, scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, social media. You can't expect change if you never change. You can't expect to find joy if you're always choosing to be sad, depressed, mad, unhappy, focused on all the things you don't like in your life, all the things you don't like about yourself. You've got to be hungry for better, for more. You can't expect to grow closer to God if you never pray, you never read the Bible, you don't go to church, you don't surround yourself with like-minded individuals. You must change your mindset and put in the work. That's just, that's life. <laughs> like it or not, that is life. You've got to be hungry for more. And having a relationship with God is no different. You've got to get hungry for change. I want to read Matthew chapter 13, 10 through 12, because this is just something that's just been stirring in my spirit. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about it. So Matthew chapter 13, verse 10 through 12, it reads, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And Jesus answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whomever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you see will not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly, I say to you, that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. If you're not hungry to know the word of God or to understand the word of God, then it will never come to fruition for you. It will just never be. The Bible, the gospel is a living word, right? So you have new revelation and new understanding throughout every season of your life when you walk with the Lord. 
because your understanding is deeper. Your personal relationship is deeper. So he continues to reveal more and more and more things for you. That's why I love the Bible so much that I always say this, but you can read the same scripture over and over and over again at different seasons in your life and pull something completely or entirely different out of it. You translate it in a different way or it means something very different to you. You have new, a deeper understanding and it's just so beautiful the way that Jesus, God's word, the, the Bible, the gospel continues to speak to us in every single season, every single year of our lives. The reason for inability to comprehend is really just comes down to the rejection of Jesus. So when Jesus was walking around and speaking to all these crowds of people, right, there were many, many people that couldn't comprehend the parables. They didn't understand anything that Jesus was saying. And it was really because I believe that they didn't accept Jesus into their heart. Therefore, they didn't have faith that he was who he said he was. Therefore, everything was confusing to them. I I say that because while Christ's parables can be very challenging to understand, we can be confident that when we seek understanding by asking the Holy Spirit who dwells in all of God's people will guide us into all truth and it will help us understand the meaning and help us apply it to our lives. Again, though, we've got to be hungry for it. This is just not something that's just going to fall upon us and just be there instantly for us. The beauty, in my opinion, in all of it is that Jesus is intentional with his word. He didn't want spiritual truths to be known by all. His disciples were enriched by the understanding. But those who did not serve him and accept him and have faith in him, they were really just left in the dark. So my thought is... Jesus wants us to believe in him and trust in him. He wants us to seek him and be hungry for him. Jesus doesn't ask much for us to be saved. Thank you, Jesus. However, we must continue to put him first in our lives and everything that we do to be given and to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. And I don't know about you, but I want the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Like I want to be as close to God as I possibly can be. I want him to reveal truths in me, spiritual truths in me, where I'm able to apply these to my life and literally just witness his glory all around me. So we must pray. We must pray and we must ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand his word, to give us new revelation to allow him to minister to us. And I think that's something I talk about a lot and something that I'm always working on in my own life is making sure that I'm silent enough and I give him enough space so that he can speak to me, that he can reveal to me what that word means, how I can apply it in my life. That's really, really, really important that we're quiet enough to allow him to speak and obedient enough to follow his lead. Hallelujah. We must read his word and we must meditate on his word and then we must live his word, right? So we are held accountable to what we know. So if God has given us revelation and understanding over a Bible verse, over a message, then now we know that. It's been received. It's it's within our spirit. So now it's our responsibility to go forth 
to change, make the changes we need to make or to live out that word or apply it to our life or to share it with others, whatever God is speaking to you to do. But I'm telling you, again, we must, must, must be hungry for change. And it requires work. You know, so many people try to read the Bible first prior to accepting Jesus into their hearts, prior to building a personal relationship, and then they wonder why they don't understand it, and then they quit on God altogether because it's just too hard. I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense to me. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. And that's why the hunger, I'm telling you, like the hunger that lives like deep within for God, for God's word, for the understanding, for his will, it's going to require us to do some work. It's going to require us to be patient. We must allow God to have his way within us, even when it doesn't look how we think it should look or feel the way that we think it should feel. We've got to look past the seen and look into the unseen. We're talking about eternal life. We're not talking about life here on earth, in these, in this flesh, in this body. We're talking about something far, far, far greater that our mind, our physical mind, cannot even comprehend or understand, right? So we got to press in. we got to be hungry for change. And just knowing that nothing in life... Nothing good in life comes easy. Nothing good in life comes easy. I mean, I think that's the thing, right? It's easier to steal something from a store than to work for it and actually earn money to purchase it, right? It's easier to say nasty, hurtful things to people when you're mad than it is to just hold your tongue and just, you know what, I'm just I'm just going to stop. It's easier to just show up to school every day and just do the bare minimum and just to get whatever grade the teacher gives you than it is to go home and to study, to do the homework, to make sure all the work is turned in on time. Everything good in life requires work and Jesus's relationship with him and the understanding of his parables, the understanding of his word is really no different. So we've got to make sure that we put the work in. We got to hustle. We got to have drive. We got to have motivation. But with all of it, all of it, I can tell you over and over and over and over and over again in my life, I have a testimony that God will reward, that God will show up, that all of it will not be in vain, that he sees it, that he will reward us for obedience and for our work and for just being hungry to get to know him on a deeper and more personal level. The path is narrow. I'm going to end with this. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. It says, Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. Destruction meaning hell, right? And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only few find it. Be hungry for the word of God today. Be hungry for the word of God. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Amen.